The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. As a special note of gratitude... I would, um, to our listeners around the world in Ghana, China, Trinidad, Tobago, and in the states of Maryland, Florida, and Nevada. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support. Because you keep tuning in and listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show's success possible. And you know I I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all of our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you, and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all of the kindness in the world, fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the sheer joy of being alive. With all of the viciousness and fear that is being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world and to your life. The answer to hate is love. Like us on Facebook And I will help you be part of the solution. And now your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur, like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please use these tips. 
My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Allow yourself to feel. Robert Frost said the only way through it, the only way around it is through it. When faced with emotional pain, allow yourself to feel the pain and then let it go. For instance, crying releases stress hormones from your body. This makes room for the joy. If you have difficulty feeling your emotions, rent a sad movie to help you connect to your feelings. For some people, this can be very challenging. They have survived by denying their feelings. If your childhood was particularly painful or if you suffered abuse at any time in your life, blocking your emotions seemed like the best choice. If you didn't have the ability to release the emotions, then they could have overwhelmed you. At some point, however, we must meet the challenge of allowing ourselves to feel the emotions that we buried. Yes, it's painful, but the pain is doing damage anyway. One way or another, our feelings will be hurt. So it comes out sideways in anger or in sulking silence, or it harms our physical bodies, causing cancer, heart disease, high blood pressure, autoimmune diseases, and more. As we know, our emotions and thoughts affect our physical bodies. The only way around this is through it. In other words, face your life, feel your emotions, and let them go and heal. When our emotions are really blocked, we often go into our minds and respond from our intellect rather than our heart. The fact that we don't acknowledge the feelings, however, doesn't mean that they aren't there. When I was first learning to get in touch with my feelings, I would pull tarot cards and insight cards to help me identify what I had been denying. This is a wonderful and gentle way to begin to connect with your inner feelings and is one reason that I'm teaching an introduction to tarot, oracle, and insight cards this month. Life is often confusing with conflicting voices vying for our attention. How do we know which voice will bring us the most success and happiness? There is a path to seeing clearly. The cards guide us with the big picture in mind. By helping us see what is hidden, we learn what we need to know. With tarot, oracle, and insight cards, you will learn to trust yourself, grow your intuition and psychic abilities, make the best decisions for yourself, let go of negative patterns and fears, align your actions with your life's purpose. As Brother Chi Singh, founder of the Dallas Meditation Center, said, Dr. Paula is the real deal. I highly recommend her to everyone interested in the fast track to spiritual transformation. We'll be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, Texas, Sunday, August 21st. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area. You can see my offerings by clicking the link to my website, paulajoyce.com. And looking ahead, I'll be teaching the Am Awakening, embodying the divine feminine on September 18th and creating financial abundance on October 16th. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act 
in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment we change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier feel lighter and have more energy we truly know and feel the joy beauty and love in our lives my show helps you do that by providing you with new information perspectives and techniques inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today christine hassler who will talk with us about converting disappointment to gain. Last week's show was with Tobin Blake, who spoke with us about the importance of the desire to live. Most of us assume that we all want to live, but that isn't necessarily the case. Tobin has a view of disease that includes the will of the patient. Medicine is usually necessary, but not always sufficient for healing to take place. The accepted belief in Western medicine is that disease originates in the body. In actuality, it can originate in the mind or the emotions and it can be cured through the mind or the emotions as well. Ancient traditions and Eastern cultures understand this better than we do in the West. A fascinating point that Tobin made is that we believe we would be punished if we look deep within ourselves because we think we are unworthy, we fear God and fear knowing the part of God that is within us. This idea is worth thinking about. I encourage you to listen to the whole show by going to the list of episodes on this page. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. My silver lining story for today fits in beautifully with our topic. You remember Albert Einstein's definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, I just realized this afternoon that I fit his definition perfectly. When we are stuck in old patterns, it's difficult to see what we are doing. It feels familiar, so we ignore that soft voice that keeps saying something isn't right here. In this instance, my guides and angels stepped in to help me wake up, as they often do. The first sign was yesterday when I received a newsletter from one of my past guests, Jill Matson. Because of time constraints, I don't read all of the newsletters that I receive, but my intuition told me that I need to read this one. Jill was describing how to determine if someone is misleading you based upon certain sounds in their voice. It was fascinating, but because I can't tell one note from another, and because often I only commute with some, com, 
communicate with someone through email, it didn't seem to be information that I could use. Nevertheless, it did raise a question in my mind as to whether someone in my life was untrustworthy. I put it aside and went about my day. During the night, however, I got a second message. This was in the form of a dream. I've learned to pay close attention to my dreams. They often give me information that I need to help me see what my conscious mind is rejecting. This, too, was telling me that someone was not being honest with me. The third message was a little otherworldly because I had written it last week and my assistant randomly scheduled it as today's thought of the day for my Facebook page. It reads, trust is essential in any healthy relationship, especially when you are depending on someone's expertise. Of the three messages, the reading the one that I had written myself was a bit startling. It was me sending me a message that I would need just on the day it arrived. It was uncanny. Even as I'm writing this, I'm thinking, how do these things happen? As I tackled my work, I found myself feeling agitated. Someone was trying, something was trying to come to the surface, and I still wasn't getting it. I called a trustworthy friend and explored the possibilities. I narrowed it down and was stunned to suddenly realize that I was repeating the exact same pattern with my current website designer that I had had with my last two. Each time I chose someone who was highly recommended, did good work, and said all the right things. Each time there were constant delays and frustrations. Work was done and lost and redone. Each time I was given reassurances that sounded reasonable. Each time when I became aware that something was not right, I was so far into the design that my time commitment and or money that I didn't want to abandon the project. Since it wasn't my only priority, I just kept putting up with the delays. When I would feel frustrated, I would convince myself that the web designer was doing her best, and since I know nothing about coding, I would believe the excuses that she would play, and she would play on my sympathies by claiming family illnesses and corporate emergencies. Today, however, in that conversation with my friend, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I could finally see the pattern that I kept repeating, still wanting to believe the best in people. I was trusting people who were not deserving of that trust. So I took note of the messages that the universe was clearly sending me and sent an email stating that, This has been dragging on for months, and if the problems weren't solved by the weekend, we were going to have to go our separate ways. I then got the signs that I had made the right choice. First, my agitation changed to calm, which soon turned into real happiness. The silver lining is that I broke the pattern. I have no afterburn, no self-recrimination, no guilt, no regrets. My email was truthful and professional. I stood up for myself. I set clear boundaries, and I will follow through with no hesitation. It was not a threat. It was a statement of intent. There is a difference. A threat is using power over another person, and an intent 
is a professional message stating the consequences of failing to complete a project. The next silver lining relates to my physical health. Earlier in the show, I talked about the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical well-being. As those of you who have been listening to the show on an ongoing basis know, I have been healing the scoliosis that has been part of my life for 55 years. When I think that the meaning about the meaning of scoliosis, it's quite clear to me that it's about learning to stand up for myself and letting go of carrying the burdens of the world on my shoulders. As I started writing this paragraph, the pain in my neck that I've been releasing bit by bit for several weeks disappeared completely. And as I wrote this last sentence, I just made the connection that this web designer has been a pain in the neck for several months, that the pain released is an additional confirmation that I made the right decision. This repetitive situation came into my life to help me identify this dysfunctional pattern so I could release it. It's another way that I'm choosing to remove all abuse from my life. When it is all gone, I know my spine will totally heal. I'm close As much as I want it to be totally done now, it's clear that the universe is guiding this process and I still have more to learn. As our guest Christine Hassler knows, the best place to be is in gratitude for the learning, growth, and healing. Christine is the author of 20-something, 20-everything, the 20-something manifesto, and the national bestseller, Expectation Hangover. Free yourself from your past, change your present, and get what you really want, which was recently released in a new paperback edition. She left her successful job as a Hollywood agent to pursue a life she could be passionate about. For over a decade, she has been sharing her passion to ease suffering on the planet as a speaker, retreat facilitator, and life coach. Christine believes once we get out of our own way, we can show up to make the meaningful impact we are here to make. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my next seminar, Introduction to Tarot, Oracle, and Insight Cards, or to schedule one in your area. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment, and go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Christine Hassler, who will talk with us about converting disappointment to gain. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals. Solve your most challenging problems. 
and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 866 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what you are putting up with that's hurting you. And I'm so pleased to welcome Christine Hassler, who will talk with us about converting disappointment to gain. Christine, it is so good to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and as we, I'll just share with the audience, we were, we were saying during break how good it is to talk to a like-minded person that um, Christine and I have, are both on the same journey as clearly those of you who listening are. So um, it, it's good to share and grow together. So Christine, um, this is great. Um would you be willing to start by talking, uh, talking with us a little bit about how this became your passion? Absolutely. And as I was talking to you on the break, it's, it's one of those questions where I'm asked it a lot, and I never know quite where to begin because it wasn't an overnight thing. It wasn't like I woke up and thought, oh, I'm going to go be an author and spiritual life coach and speaker. I it wasn't like that at all. Actually, none of my current career was ever something that I planned. And for me, the best way to kind of start the story is to give you a picture of how I grew up. I grew up with incredibly loving parents, but I had a really tough time outside of the home, in school, 
um, with some neighbors, and I had things happen to me where I formed a story of thinking that there was something wrong with me. I was teased and bullied a lot. Dif- variety of different things happened that were really difficult, and I think that's true for all of us. We have these things that happen to us in our childhood, and we form a story about ourselves and about the way life works, and we find ways to feel safe in that story, to compensate for where we feel less than. So, for example, for me, since I felt not enough and I felt broken in some way, I formed a compensatory strategy, which is something I talk about in Expectation Hangover, my last book, of being a massive overachiever because I needed some way to compensate for the massive insecurity and sense of unworthiness that I felt. And so that made me very good in school. I was a you know, a student. I went to an amazing college. I moved out to Hollywood because if you're desperately insecure and have something to prove, Hollywood's a great place to go. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) there's a lot of that here. And I worked my way up and I was the youngest ever female agent. And I was 25 years old and making, you know, a quarter of a million dollars a year and had a kind of very successful, famous boyfriend and all the great outfits and was, I was definitely there, you know, I had definitely made it and I still wasn't happy. And I was like, wait a second, this formula isn't working. This formula for happiness isn't working. I checked everything else, the list and nothing was making me feel better. I also was dealing with massive depression. I was diagnosed with depression when I was 10 and put on medication for it at that time. So by my 20s, I had been on a a variety of different antidepressants. I had been getting migraines um, twice a week. And as we learned, you know, in your story that you just shared, the body is always a messenger. And so much of the physical symptoms are our emotional, psychological messages trying to get through to us. But I didn't really know that at the time. I, I, I really thought my body was like just something I had to fight and something that was just that I, I didn't have control over. And so I was constantly treating the symptoms and never really getting to the core of it. So add, you know, being depressed, um, feeling like I had a sense of achievement but still wasn't happy. And then I had a bit of a quarter-life crisis, which motivated my first book. And then I decided to quit my job, which was my whole identity. I was estranged from my family for a while because I made a decision that my mom really didn't agree with. I got diagnosed with an undiagnosable autoimmune disorder on top of all the other ailments. I went into thousands and thousands of dollars worth of debt, tens of thousands, and then I was engaged and I got dumped six months before my wedding. So everything that my ego clung to for security, safety, control, health, money, family, love, career came crashing down around me. And I know that people listening have been through far, far worse than this story I'm sharing. But for me, at that point in my life, it did really feel like rock bottom. And I had this moment on my bathroom floor where I, for the first time in my life, was contemplating, do I really want to be here? Like, what's the point? And that scared me. Like, how did I end up at a suicidal point? Like, how did this happen to me? And I got on my knees, and I wasn't particularly spiritual at the time, but I just surrendered. I just really surrendered. And I had a a glimpse, call it a spiritual awakening, call it a God moment, I don't know really what to call it, but I had a glimpse of what it feels like to live inside out. All of a sudden, I felt this overwhelming feeling of love and, like, connection. Like I wasn't alone in that moment. I felt something bigger than me. My mind came in to try to figure it out. And so it kind of went away as soon as my mind came in, but it was enough to go, oh my gosh, that is what I'm looking for. It's, it's always been within. How do I get more of that? And so I just became committed to 
you know, looking inside, because I'd done everything on the outside world, and I realized that that was not the formula for happiness, and I just became a consumer of personal growth, and my coach, my first coach, her name's Mona Miller, I just started seeing her more, and got trained by her, and then I went through Landmark Forum, and then I got a master's in spiritual psychology, and then I got another master's in conscious health and healing, and then I started speaking and wrote my second book, and it just started to flow, and I got out of the way, and I became a seeker, and I stopped asking why is this happening? And started asking instead, what am I learning? Uh, see, and, and that's the point of change. What, what an incredible story. Um, and, and what a beautiful experience you had. Um, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Because oh, sure. that was just my that was just up to my twenties. <laughs> 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 There's been more since, but that get that that, that got us far enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and laughter to be able to laugh um, with yeah. all of that and everything that's happened since mm-hmm. um, is 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 a wonderful thing because it shows that it really is what's on the inside, not necessarily what's happening in our outer lives because it's how we respond and we respond rather than react when when we're growing um, from deep inside ourselves rather than from that false self that you had cultivated so well in Hollywood, and as most of us do, um, we're lucky when something brings us to our knees, and it usually takes that for us to say, wait a minute, is this me? What do I really want in life, and how do I get it? Exactly, and that's, that be- those became the three questions of my first book. I called it the 20s triangle, but it's really the life triangle. You know, as I, as I got into my 30s, I was like, wow, a lot of this 20-something stuff kind of never ends. <laughs> it's not just a 20-something experience. But those were the three questions. Who am I? What do I want? How do I get it? And, and as I've gotten older and more service mindset, because, you know, I think that we, we are a little bit narcissistic in our personal development at first. We have to be because we have to go in and... Uh, work on ourselves first. You know, for me to make the impact and help the amount of people that I'm able to help now, I I had to build my own foundation. I had to be able to walk the talk. So I had to start with me before I was like, okay, well, how do I go impact the world? And so the question that I'd add to this is, and how do I make a meaningful difference? So who am I? What do I want? How do I get it? And then how do I impact? How do I serve? But we've got to start with ourselves. And I see so many light workers, so many healers, so many people that want to make a difference, go out and serve, 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 give, 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 but th- they haven't quite gotten their own foundation strong enough yet. And so they end up depleted or they end up sick or they end up, you know, with not being able to financially support themselves. So that was a big part of my own development and what I encourage people that I work with is like, you know, you got to start with you. That's not a selfish thing. That's a self-honoring thing. And then you can go make the difference that you feel called to make. I I agree with you 100%. And um, I was one of those people who had depleted myself by giving too much and not knowing, not even knowing how to receive, let alone knowing that I could or should. (laughs) And so it's, 
it, it, it is essential because if the uh, one of the self-help people I read said, if the well is dry, you have no water to give. And so if our well is dry, we have nothing to give. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that um, unconsciously, we feel out of integrity. A lot of people ask me about imposter syndrome. Who am I to go and do this? Who am I to go? And my experience is you, we don't really experience that when we really feel like we've integrated what we're teaching. Now, I am by no means enlightened or evolved. I'm a human being. I'm always learning and growing. I still have my own coach that I work with. I have a whole team of people that I still work with because I'm a seeker and I want to keep growing and I want to keep learning and keep evolving. Um, however, I'm... I'm at a place in my life where a lot of the awareness that I've learned has integrated. I wrote a blog a while ago about, you know, the different stages of personal growth. And I think the first stage is the awareness. Like we wake up and we're like, oh, wow, I have this story about who I am or because of my father did this, I have this, or I've learned about the law of attraction. And so I know that my thoughts create my reality. And so we have all this awareness, but yet things aren't changing. So then people get kind of personal growth expectation hangovers. They, they have all this awareness, but they don't see the changes yet. And so they think they're flunking at personal growth. And my encouragement is like, well, you're just in the first stage. The first stage is awareness. You have to open your mind to all these things. And then the second stage is like the integration of it, where you start to have experiences that give you time to practice what you have learned. Like, for example, uh, you know, let's say, somebody has the awareness that they have abandonment issues, that they, their father left at a young age or was emotionally unavailable, and so they keep attracting emotionally unavailable men or men who leave or whatever. And they have this awareness, and this is like, oh, this is why I do this. I totally get it. And then they attract yet another unavailable person. And then they self-beat, and they're like, oh, I haven't healed. I haven't learned anything. And my response is, yes, you have. The universe is just giving you an opportunity. It's giving you a do-over. It's giving you an opportunity to respond differently to the same situation so you can practice what you learned. It's like learning a language in the U.S., like learning Spanish in the U.S., and then actually going to a country like Mexico and applying it so you have a chance to integrate it and become fluent. Uh, Exactly, and taking that same analogy, and then you have to learn the connotations and the slang language and... Um, idioms and so on, so that the that what we need to learn is is far beyond what we think we need to learn. We want to learn um, the the first grade <laughs> information, and yet live as if we're in graduate school or um, beyond. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so it is a process. It is a process. So how do you mention law of attraction? Um, and 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 yet um, uh, you say that there are some difficulties with that. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I love the law of attraction, and I love everything that's out there about manifesting and our thoughts create our reality. And you know, the law of attraction is a spiritual law. However, what, I, I, what was missing for me in terms of learning it and what I find is missing for a lot of people is that we, we can visualize and do vision boards as much as we want. You know, let's say I have a vision board of um, financial prosperity. So I have a house and I have jewelry and I have a Mercedes or whatever it is. 
and I have these affirmations that say, I am abundant, I am prosperous. However, if I haven't dealt with the un- my unresolved issues around worthiness, around not feeling good enough, around the belief that I have to work really, really hard for money, or that money corrupts people, or whatever. If I have a belief system that doesn't support what I'm trying to visualize, the law of attraction isn't going to work, and that's why people get frustrated. It's not just about doing the vision board and doing the affirmation and visualizing it. We have to get our emotional and mental body in vibrational alignment with that which what we want to attract. So this is what my, my coach now, her name is Brandy Gilmore, and she's worked with me so much on energy and really looking at, okay, here's what I say I want and here's what I'm visualizing, here are my goals. Is my belief system in full alignment with that? Do I have any unresolved issues that um, aren't in vibrational alignment with that? Do I have any belief systems that really need to be updated? So that's why, you know, my encouragement to people listening is when you're visualizing and when you're thinking about what you want to attract, Don't ignore the kind of unconscious or unresolved issues that may be creating competing intentions because you're going to get much farther with the law of attraction if you clean those up versus just trying to look forward as to what you want to attract. And I think that's kind of where people get tripped up. They, They get very obsessed with their future and where they're going and what they really want to attract and they don't clean up their past. And, and that's why the subtitle of Expectation Hangover is free yourself from your past, change your present, and get what you really want. Because there is that cleaning up, healing, and dealing, and updating our belief systems that's a necessary part of growing and getting to what we want. Uh, yes, and this is a perfect place to go to break. I, but I, I first want to say this, that I agree with you 100%. There are like 37 layers of the unconscious, and we want to clear the first layer and think that we've done it all. And then when we don't get that million dollars at the end of the year, we wonder why. Um, it, it, except that often people who do, it then disappears or something else in their life doesn't go right. Because we have to clear all of that negative thinking that's hidden, that we can't see. And that's the, um, that's the challenge and that's the hard work where we have to really go deep. Um, so let, let's exactly. pick up there. Yes. Okay. After the break, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving for my best-selling book, which will help you release exactly what we're talking about, the hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking it continues to be a gift that helps my clients heal more profoundly and at a more rapid rate than would normally be expected now in your paper write down how are you going to use the situation that you're putting up with to learn and grow stay tuned we'll be right back with more wonderful discussion and insights with christine hassler on converting disappointment to gain Thank you. 
The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Uh, Christine, I'm so pleased that we're here talking about this. And to my listeners, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. I hope you wrote down how you're going to use the situation that you're putting up with to learn and grow. And I'm so um, glad to continue this conversation on converting disappointment to gain. So, Christine, give us an example, please, of how exactly do you do that? Um, you know, you're left at the altar and um, and uh, terribly upset. How how does one change that to a positive? Uh, I I wish I could say you just do these three little things and voila, you feel better. Unfortunately. It's usually not like that, unfortunately and fortunately, because we learn and we grow through contrast. One of the reasons I wrote Expectation Hangover, and, and basically Expectation Hangover is disappointment. Things don't go as you planned. Things do go as you planned, but you don't feel like you thought you would, like you get that great job, but you still don't feel the sense of fulfillment you're longing for. Or life just throws you an unexpected curveball. You get left at the altar. You get diagnosed with an illness. Um, someone dies, like those just curveballs in life that are undesirable. And I learned, you know, in my own quarter life crisis, going through a divorce in my 30s, just different things of, of ways that I experience expectation hangovers that truly, if I milked them for all they were, were worth, and I really went in to heal it and to go, wow, this, this disappointment isn't just about this one thing. It's an opportunity for me to heal kind of everything that it's triggering right now. And I wrote Expectation Hangover because 
I found I love the personal transformation industry. I love it. And I also have observed there's a lot of promises of quick fixes. Like, just do this one thing, and voila, you'll feel better. And that hasn't been my experience, and it hasn't been the experience of the thousands of people that I've worked with. So I really wanted to write a very, very comprehensive guide for healing. So we start on the emotional level, and that's where you learn how to really release your emotions rather than recycle them, how to, how to feel. Because when we get disappointed, you know, there's, there's things like anger and shame and sadness that come up. And if we suppress them, that leads to illness, it leads to irritability, and it, it leads to like not being in touch with our intuition, our creativity. So it's very important to remember that we're humans and really begin with starting with like letting ourselves feel the feelings about it. And then the next section is the mental level, looking at the belief systems, reframing, rewiring our brains. And then it's the behavioral level changing our action, understanding what drives our behavior because 95% of behavior is unconsciously driven. Only 3 to 5% of what we do is actually consciously driven. So how do we change those percentages? And then finally is a spiritual section where we talk about forgiveness and we look at our soul curriculum and really what am I learning and how do I elevate my consciousness as a result of this experience. So it really is when it comes to disappointment and turning, you know, tragedy to triumph or overcoming adversity or any of those things, it really is taking a holistic approach and knowing that it's a doorway for a massive healing opportunity, not just for that one thing you're dealing with, but for everything else it's bringing forward that you've never dealt with. Yes, and I, I, I love that you're talking about that and the complexity of healing and that you bring in the spiritual realm as well because I think without that, it we can never go deep enough. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, and I think that we can't, we also can't do spiritual bypass. I see a lot of people in kind of the spiritual community just go, oh, I'm just going to look for the silver lining or, you know, spirit has a reason for everything or the universe has a reason for everything and and I'm just going to ride this wave and it's fine. I'll do my yoga. I'll do my affirmations. I'll just kind of keep myself positive. However, you know, part, like I said, part of being the, uh, being human is is we have the light and the dark. And I found that a lot of people are so afraid of the dark and so afraid to go into anger, grief, sadness, shame, um, that they just kind of like want to stay in the on the spiritual side. And I'm a deeply spiritual person. It's a, it's a huge value in my life. But I found that I can get there easier. In fact, my connection to my higher power, my spirituality has dramatically increased because I've let myself have my rage, have my sadness, not identify with it, not know, not indulge in it, but give myself full permission to feel it so it can move through me because underneath all of that is just so, so, so much love. But we have to be willing to see and accept the human part of us just as we see and accept the spiritual part of us. I, exactly. And I think a key is learning. I think a, a lot of us who didn't learn the skills as a child growing up of how to feel and let go are, get stuck in the feeling so then they don't want to feel because they don't know how to get out of it. Exactly. Our own emotions scare us. You know, think of how many times as a child, maybe you saw your parents getting angry and it was really scary. Or when you did cry, you were told, be a good girl or be a good boy or don't cry or stop crying or 
you know, one of the things I write about in the book is our parents weren't really taught how to process their feelings. So most adults are uncomfortable with feelings. And so they don't really know how to teach their kid how to feel. And, and one of the techniques in the book that I teach is having an adult temper tantrum. Because <laughs> if you give a child, like if a child, you know, is, is in a home where there, there's structure and they feel loved and there's not like abuse or abandonment or neglect going on, any child is going to get upset and they will have a natural temper tantrum where they get really angry and they get really mad and maybe they yell and they have their, their face turns red and then they kind of cry and then the cry turns into a whimper and then they kind of like just start, you know, start to soothe themselves and start to rock a little bit. And then if they ride it all the way through and they're not interrupted, they're fine. They're like, where do we get ice cream? Like they get it out of their <laughs> system and they don't identify with it. And, they're also not judging themselves while they're having the feeling. You know, at the retreats that I do, I, I facilitate anger burns. I give people safe space to feel feelings. And what I encourage them to do is not to think or analyze or judge themselves. Because why we recycle feelings is because we're having the feeling, but then there's this mental part of us going, why am I feeling this way? This sucks. You know, I look ugly when I cry. I, I hate this. When is this going to be over? Does it, you know, there's this commentary going on rather than they're just being unconditional compassion. So one part of us is feeling and the other part of us is like, it's okay, let it out. It's okay, I'm here. And we just learn to ride the waves of our emotions. And that, and when we don't, um, self-criticizing about it or fearing the emotion makes it stay and keeps it in us and in that um, un- unpleasant feeling longer. Exactly. Or we just end up repressing. You know, so many people. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I've been off antidepressants for seven years. Um, I do not feel depressed. It's not something I ever deal with anymore. Um, it's a whole other interview in terms of how I got off of them because it was a 20-year, I was on them for 20 years. But one of the biggest parts um, that I learned both through my teacher, Mona Miller, and then through my spiritual psychology program at University of Santa Monica was feeling my feelings and, like, allowing myself to, you know, feel the anger that I never really, really expressed. And so much of depression is suppression and repression. So much of why people are irritable is because they have pent-up frustration. And even if something terrible didn't happen to you, Everybody at some point or another has, has suppressed emotion. And so it's really about giving yourself permission to feel it. Not, not to lash out. This is not about, you know, lashing out at people. This is not about being irresponsible with our feelings. This is about creating a space to learn how to feel your feelings and be with yourself with compassion, to be your own best coach, therapist, mother, parent. Our parents did the best we could, And it's my point of view that as adults, it's our responsibility to parent ourselves the way we never were. I agree with you. And I think another stumbling block for a lot of people is, especially if you're spiritual, spiritual people shouldn't get angry. Or I'm a good person, so I shouldn't be angry. And then you stuff it down, push it down. I think of depression as pushing down feelings. It's the same thing that you're saying. And so it's all that emotion that we've stuffed down that's stuck there hurting us. Exactly. And preventing, 
you know, again, if we go, okay, so let's go back to the law of attraction. If we have those repressed emotions, that's a heavy, dense energy. That is not a vibration that says, bring me the love of my life. Bring me lots of prosperity and abundance. Bring me creative opportunities. <laughs> you know, it's so part of freeing ourselves up for our greatest dreams and our heartfelt desires is we have to kind of get the gunk out. You know, <laughs> one of my, at my last retreat, I, I made a joke that this wouldn't be good marketing, but I almost should call it the emotional colonic retreat, which is a terrible <laughs> phrase, but in a lot of ways, that's, that's kind of what it is. I, I, yes, I mean, let's tell the truth <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is stuck. And actually, a lot of people get constipation because they're keeping their emotions to themselves and they're stuck. Exactly. It, and it does affect their body. Exactly. Um, exactly. We just have a couple minutes, but if you would talk with us um, quickly about your podcast, because I think that's um, a wonderful thing that you're doing. Yes. Well, like you, I listen a lot to my inner guidance, and since I've done a lot of that, gotten a lot of that emotional gunk out, I can hear that more clearly. And I got the guidance, Christine Coach Morse more, and I was like, how? And the flash of a radio call and advice show um, came before me, and I'm like, how do I do that? And podcasting has gotten really big, so I actually started a podcast. It will be, um, it's about 10 months old. It's called Over It and On With It, and I coach people live on the air for two reasons. One, so I can work with more people, and two, I've learned as a facilitator that people learn so much listening to someone else be coached because our defenses are down when it's not about us. So it's like so you get if, a... If, if, huh? if they go to your website, because we are out of time, if they go yes, to they your website... To- Christine Hassler.com or just search over it and on with it on iTunes. Okay, perfect. Thank you for being so open in your sharing and for the wonderful work that you're doing. I wish you a beautiful day, Christine. Thank you so much for having me on. This was a great conversation. Wonderful. Thank you. And thank my audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook, then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Christine's book and go to my store to purchase my books. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential seminars, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, the Om Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. Click on the link to register for my next seminar, Introduction to Tarot, Oracle, and Insight Cards. Then click on Calendar of Events and press click here to send me an email. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my meetup group. Just go to my website homepage and click on the meetup icon. 
please join us next Thursday when Arthur Sierra Micoli will talk with us about de-stressing our lives. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Oh, 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 o